Hey, wrestling fam. Happy November, you guys, and happy Tuesday. Time is freaking flying by, and it's cold as shit outside right now, which is nuts because I swear it was just 65 and sunny, and fall was just getting started. And it literally snowed here the other night. What the frick? I hope y'all are having a ball with life right now. I hope everything's going great. Thank you so much for tuning back into another episode of Wrestling with Life. My name is M. Led, if you're new here, and Wrestling with Life is a space where basically I just tell you all the ways that I screwed up, all the things I didn't do right. I tell you the life lessons that I've learned the really, really hard way so that you don't have to. You're welcome. You guys, I'm pumped for our conversation today. We're talking about body image and beauty standards. And this is just such a timely topic for me because your girl has been struggling with body image a little bit lately. Today, I really want to talk about why we care so much about being beautiful, why we care about having a good body, why our world is so obsessed with how we look, how beauty standards have evolved over time, how people are fighting back against beauty standards in our culture today. And I'm going to dig really deep into the ways that I have personally struggled with my body image, especially lately. And this is actually going to be the first episode of a two-part series. In this episode, I'm going to kind of lay the foundation of body image, beauty standards in our culture. And then the next episode is actually going to be with my second guest ever. I'm bringing one of my besties, her name is Leanne, onto the podcast. And I'm bringing Leanne in for a conversation on body image and beauty standards. And I could not pick a better person to talk about this than Leanne because this girl is literally the queen of good energy, of positive energy, of self-love. She is one of the most confident people that I know in herself and in her body. And I just love her mindset and the way that she approaches life. And I really feel like this is a conversation where it's really easy to sit here and be like, love yourself and feel beautiful and love the skin you're in. But it's really not that easy all the time in the world that we live in. And I think we all know that, right? And so I just really think it's important to have honest, raw, and vulnerable conversations around body image. And this episode specifically is not going to be just for women. I'm also going to talk about the beauty standards that men feel themselves caught up in and that our world kind of presses onto our men because it applies to both men and women today. And there's just so much emphasis put on looks and beauty And I just really think that this is a topic that a lot of people avoid because they don't want to talk about their own insecurities. They don't want to, I guess, expose themselves in the ways that they're not confident. But I feel like all that does is continue to make these kind of topics taboo and kind of continue to allow the pressure of meeting beauty standards and having your body look a certain way to continue. And I'm not doing my part if I stay silent on these things. So Let's get freaking into it, y'all. Let's have the body image conversation. So like I said, we're living in a world today where beauty is literally currency. And what I mean by that is when you're hot, when you're attractive, when people desire you, that literally opens up the door for more opportunities to build wealth, to have bigger social circles. It literally gives you an edge in life. There are actually so many studies out there explaining why this is and how this actually correlates with our human psyche and our biology. So we all know that humans are wired for survival, right? 
We're born with a gut instinct of doing whatever we have to do to survive, to reproduce, to pass our bloodline on. Like at the end of the day, y'all, we're animals, right? And reproducing is our gut goal, our biological drive. And studies indicate that attractiveness is correlated with a better chance at survival. And that's because attractiveness is correlated with ability to reproduce. So if you look at someone who is young and healthy and attractive, there's a better chance that they would be able to reproduce and pass down good genes and not get in the way of you continuing to pass on your genes to the next generation, if that makes sense, comparatively to someone who's older and might have health issues and doesn't look healthy, doesn't look attractive. You know what I mean? There's actually studies out there that will put attractive faces versus, you know, more average looking faces in front of infants, like literal babies. And they observe that babies stare longer at symmetrical, attractive faces. There is something wired in us as humans that we are drawn to beauty. We are drawn to things that are aesthetically pleasing. I mean, look at social media, look at photography, look at our world. There's something about our psyche, our brain, our psychology, our biology that is wired to appreciate beauty. And so that kind of explains why the beauty industry is billions and billions of dollars, why people are spending so much time, so much effort, so much money, so much energy in trying to be beautiful themselves, right? We try to make our homes beautiful. We try to make our outward appearance beautiful. We're trying to perfect literally every part of our lives. And so in a world where beauty is currency, we now find ourselves in 2023 where people are literally physically altering their bodies, literally getting plastic surgery, lip injections, butt injections, boob jobs, Botox. Some people even get surgeries that make it look like they have muscles where they don't, like on their arms and things. I don't even leave my house without makeup if I'm going to an event or I'm trying to look nice. You know, like it's just so standard. It's so custom to wear makeup and to do our hair and to present ourselves in a certain attractive way. And sometimes that even means deception, right? Sometimes that even means that we're literally altering our appearance either surgically with makeup or with how we're presenting ourselves to make ourselves look more attractive. And some people don't even bat an eye at this. Not really many people in our culture even question this because it's just become so normal. So let's talk about beauty standards today. Where do we find ourselves? What are the standards that are put on women and men and people in general? Like what is considered beautiful? For women today, the beauty standard women are facing is literally the Kardashians. So think about Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, all of them. I'm talking big old boobies, a big butt, a tiny waist, athletic and fit physique full lips, long, beautiful, lush hair, and just like a youthful appearance. Literally look at the Kardashians. That is the blueprint of in 2023, the beauty standard that is being pushed on to all women. Women, how many of you <laughs> naturally fit into that description? Naturally, without any enhancements, without makeup, without surgery, without injections, how many of you fit that description? The number of people that fit that naturally is very, very, very small. No wonder so many women struggle with feeling confident and good in the skin that they're in when this unrealistic standard is becoming the norm. 
men, the beauty standard for you today is literally like Hercules. I'm talking super, super muscly, like ripped, eight pack, huge biceps, a defined jawline, a perfect beard, a full head of hair, super, super tall. Like you have to be over six foot or most women will turn their nose up at you. The list goes on. Men, how many of you fit that description that I just read? And for both men and women alike, it's white teeth, a proportionate nose, pretty eyes, good arched full eyebrows, tan skin, no acne, wrinkles, moles, Men and women alike, how many of you have everything that I just listed? You guys, it's just unfreaking realistic. You have to buy products and you have to really spend a lot of time, effort, and energy to fit into this category. And it's just so interesting how unrealistic these standards, this beauty standard in our culture has gotten. It's created this illusion that to be happy and to be confident in yourself, you need to have all of these things. You need to look all of this way. And that's in addition to, oh, you got to get the nice house. You got to get the nice car. You got to have all these friends. Like there's this quote unquote perfect life in social media and in society in general that is being shown to all of us as the goal. And I think a lot of people see this and don't really think for themselves if that's actually what they want. It's just being conditioned in them that that's what they should want. If that's you, if you can identify with what I'm saying, I want you to really sit and ask yourself, do I really want these things or is this what society is telling me that I want? At the end of the day, only you know what makes you happy, right? Only you know what's going to make you feel good about yourself. And I'm not shit talking anybody who likes to take care of themselves and likes to spend money on their appearance because I am one of those people. But I have really had to fight back in my own mind about this beauty standard that's been set because I'm a small booby queen, okay? I don't naturally have that hourglass figure. Like I'm five feet tall. I'm never gonna look like a supermodel, you know? But the more that I really think about it, I'm okay with that. Like that doesn't, for me, give me worth to look that way. That's not where I derive my sense of purpose and worthiness. And I know that, you know, people who love me whether it's romantically, friendships, family, I know that they don't love me because of how I look. But in this world that's so loud and there's so much noise, that's something that sometimes I have to remind myself of, especially on days where I don't feel good about my body and I'm struggling with it. But there's so much freaking pressure in our world today to fit this mold. And if you find yourself caught up in that, that's really what I need you to ask yourself. Is this really what I want or is this just what the world is shoving down my throat? I also want to caution you that no matter how much effort, time, money you spend trying to fit into the standard, you will always be chasing the next thing. Body standards have evolved like crazy over the years. I'm going to link an article in the show notes that describes how the perfect female body type has evolved over the years. And I'm just going to let you read that in your own time if you want to know more about this. But let me call out three trends that are just so drastically different from the last couple hundred of years. So let's kick it back to the Italian Renaissance time period. I'm talking like the 1400s to the 1700s. At this time, this article says that a woman with an ample bosom, which is like a way of saying big boobs, a woman with an ample bosom, a rounded stomach, full hips, and fair skin 
that was the ideal woman. How different is that from what we have today? The big boobs thing continues, but the rounded stomach today, that's considered bad. Everyone's trying to get that flat stomach. Everyone's trying to never look bloated, to never look quote unquote well-fed, like being fit is what's pushed now. Same with full hips, like full hips are good, but only if you have the hourglass figure, right? And then the fair skin is completely out the window nowadays. It's about being tan all the time. Back in this time period, I'm pretty sure fair skin indicated wealth because you weren't out in the field working to make your income. So it indicated, oh, I don't have to be outside. I can stay inside and enjoy my wealth and not have to work for what I have kind of a thing. So think about how drastically different that is from today. Then let's kick it up to the 1920s. I'm talking roaring 20s. At this time, the ideal woman had a flat chest, a downplayed waist, kind of like a boyish figure, if you will, and a bob hairstyle. So much more of like that athletic kind of build. That is what was attractive then. That would literally be like me. I would have thrived during this time. In the 1990s, then it became really popular. Think like the Victoria's Secret model type of look. So I'm talking extremely thin, no boobs, no butt, tall, translucent skin, kind of androgynous features. So like a mix of both feminine and masculine traits. And then just almost like a borderline quote unquote, like anorexic look, like just really malnourished, frail, thin. That's what was promoted in the 90s. And then we fast forward today to 2023 and it's completely different. And so my point here is that there is no perfect body type and what your body should look like is not some trend, okay? You are not a trend where you need to starve yourself or alter your body surgically or drastically change something about yourself to fit into society's mold for what you quote unquote should be. You are never going to please everybody. You're never even going to please the masses because people change their minds. Trends change. Society changes. The Kardashians could decide to remove all of their filler tomorrow. And then the beauty standard is completely different. So it just seems so silly that we would chase something that is completely unattainable. At the end of the day, I'm not here to judge anybody that does anything that genuinely makes them feel good. But in my opinion, if you're chasing something that someone else is putting on you, an expectation or a standard that the world or someone in your life is putting on you to meet because that is what they think gives you worth and makes you beautiful and makes you desirable. If I were you, I would really question that because that is completely putting your sense of worth and your validation and, and who you are in the hands of someone else. Someone else is telling you that. I would really challenge you to look at all of your flaws and ask yourself what is beautiful about them. Flip the script. I would ask you to look at yourself as you are compared to whatever body standard that you're putting yourself up against and really say, am I actually lacking here or am I beautiful in my own way? Is there actually something so great about these wrinkles that I detest so much? Could they possibly be an indicator of all of the laughter and all of the smiles that I've had over the years? Or what about these stretch marks that I hate so much? Like, could they actually be a very beautiful reminder of the three children that I birthed and brought into this world? 
like that is kind of the rethinking that you have to challenge yourself to when you start to criticize yourself and beat yourself up for whatever flaws you see, quote unquote, or whatever imperfections you see, or how maybe you're paling in comparison to what you see online or the person standing next to you. So many creators today are thankfully standing up to these body norms and these beauty standards and trying to change the narrative. I want to put you on to three different creators. The first one is Mick Zazon. She is at Mick Zazon on Instagram, and I will link all of these creators in the show notes. Mick is someone who just continually impresses me with the content that she posts. She is all about body positivity, and she purposefully will share pictures of her imperfect skin. She struggles with a skin condition, and she's really open about sharing photos of flare-ups. She's also so open about sharing photos that aren't necessarily flattering, quote-unquote. She'll show pictures of her stomach rolls, of her skin being uneven, of her sitting down or in positions that aren't normally the kind of posed, poised Instagram pictures that people share. And she's very open about her own struggle to love her own body and to love the skin that she's in. And I really encourage you to go give her a follow if you are someone who struggles with loving your body. At Lainey Molnar, also on Instagram, at Lainey.Molnar. She is a graphic artist and she posts the coolest cartoons and animations and graphics of changing the narrative for helping women stand up to society's norms and expectations about their bodies and about the role that they play in society and how they view themselves and what's right and wrong and how there really are no right or wrong answers on how you choose to show up and who you choose to be and how you choose to love your body. I highly encourage you to go check Lainey out. And then the last one, this is for my men out there because I don't think there's enough being done for improving male body image out there. And again, I could be biased and I'm not in that world as much because I'm a woman. But I went and found this creator for you who I really appreciate what he's doing. He is at Zach Miko on Instagram. And he is posting videos of him just talking about the struggles that he has with his body. He calls himself a big boy and he has a little bit of a belly and he's not afraid to talk openly about that and talk about his struggles with it and then share encouraging messages of how to not be self-conscious about that and how to not beat yourself up for looking the way that you do. I highly encourage you to go give all of these creators a follow. And the reason why that is, is because we need to surround ourselves with positive messages, okay? If you are constantly looking at Instagram or you're around people who are constantly trying to perfect themselves and you're continually getting this message of we need to perfect, we need to get rid of the imperfections, we need to cover up insecurities, we need to not talk about vulnerabilities, we need to perfect and hide and present our best selves all the time. If that's the energy that you're around and that you're feeding your brain with, your brain is literally going to pick that up. It's going to absorb that information like a sponge and adopt that as your truth. Suddenly, you're going to be feeling insignificant. You're going to also think that you need to perfect yourself. And guys, being beautiful, although it's currency in our world, in my opinion, it is one of the least interesting things about who we are. Imagine how different our ideas of beauty would be if we could see souls instead of bodies. 
Imagine how much more beautiful we would be if we invested the amount of time, energy, and money on making our internal world as beautiful as we do with our external world. Just sit on that and think about that for a minute. And I know that in our beauty-driven culture, that's pretty unrealistic. And it really does come down to our psychology and our biology, why we value attraction and beauty so much, right? But biology doesn't have to outweigh logic and reason and morals and values all the time, right? So I just really encourage you to kind of shift how you think about these things. I want to close out the episode today talking about my own struggle with body image. Full disclosure, growing up, body image was something that I didn't really struggle with. Like, I definitely had my days and I feel like all of us will always have our days. Like, even the most beautiful people in the world have their days, right? But largely, I was an athlete. I was always fit growing up. I frequently received compliments from other girls and guys. You know, they would say things like, you have the best calves. I'm jealous of your butt. You have a six pack. You're so fit. And this was being spoken over me a lot growing up. And it was true. Like, I had a very fit body. I never really had a reason to feel insecure. Then when I grew up, after I stopped playing college soccer and I started working a nine to five job and I'm sitting on my butt all the time, I didn't necessarily put on a lot of weight or anything, but it wasn't easy anymore for me to maintain my figure. It was effortless before because my two practices a day were just normal. Like my activity level was so high. I always felt fit. And then when I got into this this working role, it wasn't easy anymore I no longer at 26 years old have my six pack. I still feel fit. I still feel healthy. But now more than ever, I have more days where I look in the mirror and I tend to pick out my flaws. I have a little bit of a stomach bump now. It's nothing crazy, but it's not six pack abs. I get bags under my eyes sometimes when I don't get a lot of sleep, you know, like I struggle with acne sometimes. I struggle with ingrown hairs, like things like that, that people don't like to talk about and sometimes find shameful because of how weirdly perfected our society has become. I struggle with those things. And so there are some days where I look in the mirror and I sigh. And I think all of us can relate to that, right? Wherever you are in your journey to love yourself, just know that you're not alone and that what your body looks like says nothing about your worth and who you are as a person. But it is very normal to pick apart yourself. And I think all of us do that on our bad days. Okay. So really how I've kind of gotten on the other side of this, and this isn't to say that I never have bad days, because I'm actually going through a period of my life right now where lately, I just haven't been feeling like great about my body. And that's okay. And that just means that I have to kind of logically reason with myself a little more than I normally do as to why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. So for example, like my biggest struggle right now is the fact that I don't have a flat stomach. I don't have six pack abs. When I really think about, okay, Emily, do you really want six pack abs that bad? And this is kind of how I reason with myself. And I just want to share this with you. So maybe you can try on this mentality for yourself. The kind of way that I live my life right now is I really value balance. I love being active. I like to work out. I like to look good. I like to feel fit and healthy. But I also love to eat. I love good food. I like going out and drinking with my friends. I don't like to restrict myself. I don't like to shame myself for what I eat. 
And so I kind of find myself in this position where it's not realistic for me, the lifestyle that I have to have a six pack. When I really sit down and think about, okay, what would I have to do? What lifestyle changes would I have to make if I really wanted a six pack? It would be, okay, Emily, you're going to work out an hour in the morning and an hour at night, and you're going to have a really strict diet and you're going to eat healthy probably like 90, 95% of the time and only kind of indulge every now and again. And you're probably going to have to give up drinking with your friends, at least way more in moderation than you normally do. That is what it would require for me to have a six pack. And when I sit down and I think about that, I realize that I don't want to do that. I don't want to live that way. My time is the most precious resource that I have. And for me, I don't enjoy working out and going to the gym that much that I would let it dictate my schedule in that way. I also freaking love eating food. Fast food is my literal weakness. I love a fat, juicy burger. Oh my God. I love cheese fries. I love ice cream. Literally anything that is like greasy and unhealthy and fatty, sign me up. I love to eat and I don't want to give that up. Now, I'm not saying that I want to overindulge and eat like shit every single day. No. And I do eat healthy probably like 60-70% of the time, I would say. But I really enjoy my food and I don't want to give that up. And if I wanted a six pack, I would have to do that. Also, I don't want to stop going out with my friends. Like I love socializing. I don't need to get blackout drunk, but I like to enjoy beverages. I like to have a social drink. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think anything in moderation that is healthy to you and you're not overindulging and you don't feel like shit about yourself after you do it. I say freaking go for it. And so that's how I want to live my life. And so I've kind of logically reasoned with myself. Okay, Emily, yeah, you don't have a six pack. And yeah, sometimes I do miss it. Sometimes it was really nice being like fit as hell, right? But the lifestyle that I want to live, how I want to show up in my life, it does not accommodate having a six pack. And so that's something that I've had to accept. I really want you to try this mentality on for yourself. The next time that you catch yourself thinking, oh, I wish I looked this way or I wish I didn't have these wrinkles, think about like what it would require, the sacrifice that you would have to make, the dollar investment or the way that you would physically have to alter your appearance in some way to achieve whatever it is that you think that you want. And is that worth it? At what cost does that come with? If you are killing yourself in the gym for three hours a day, if you're restricting yourself, if you're not eating, if you're not giving your body the nutrients that it needs, if you're not taking care of yourself, or on the opposite spectrum, if you've completely let yourself go and you're not taking care of yourself and you have no discipline in your life and you're sitting there and you don't like your body and you're wondering why, Those are two very extreme ends of the spectrum, in my opinion. And I just really think we need to find a middle ground where we're not punishing ourselves for living. We're not punishing ourselves for enjoying our life, but we're also not neglecting our own self-care. We're not neglecting our health. We're not overindulging, right? And you don't need to shame yourself here. You just need to be honest with yourself. This isn't about shame. This is about being realistic and logical with yourself, right? Really focus on how you feel. Are you trying so desperately to fit into some standards that somebody else has created to tell you that you're beautiful? 
Or have you created your own standard for yourself in which you can logically reason and be like, no, I'm happy with myself because I know that I'm living the way that I want to and taking care of myself in the way I want to. And because of that, I'm okay with how I look. I'm happy with how I look. You really need to use logic here and really critically think about why you are doing the things that you are doing and where your motivation is coming from. Just remember that we all have off days. Like I said earlier, even the Margot Robbies of the world, the Channing Tatums, the Zac Efron's, the super sexy hottest people in the world still look at themselves and do not see perfection. They still see their flaws. It is human, okay? And in a world that is making beauty everything, it is so important to remind yourself that it is not everything and that we are emphasizing beauty far more than it deserves. The last thing that I would say too is just remember that nobody cares. Nobody is picking apart your flaws or the way that your body looks in general more than you are. Nobody is paying attention to that fat roll that wasn't there last month. Nobody is paying attention to those stretch marks, to those wrinkles, to that imperfect skin, to the bags under your eyes, whatever it is. Nobody is paying attention to it more than you are. And you hyperfixating on your flaws, guys, that is not doing you any good. That is only playing into the narrative that you're not enough and that you are some sort of self-improvement project that needs to be fixed. And it's just not true. It's just lies. I really encourage you if you're struggling with your body image to make a conscious effort to focus on the things about yourself that you do love. For example, when I look in the mirror, instead of looking at my eye bags, I make myself look at my eyes. And I remind myself how beautiful my eyes are, how lucky I feel to have beautiful eyes. Instead of looking at my body and picking it apart for what it's not, I think about what it is, what it does for me. I focus on the fact that I am healthy, that my body gives me the beautiful ability to play sports and to move and to breathe and to get to where I need to go and to interact with other people. Our bodies are literally physical vessels that get us where we need to go and help us to live this life. Like you are not your body, you are your soul. And so when you can focus on the things that your body does for you, the way that it pumps blood through your body, the way that it helps you breathe, the way that it helps you move and be alive and free, focus on that instead of how it looks and watch your relationship with your body change. There was a technique that I heard of not that long ago where it was a woman kind of talking about like when she takes a bath, she literally will, and this kind of sounds weird and cringy. So like, if you can't do this, if it feels weird to you, that's totally understandable. I've done it once and I actually thought it was really powerful, but she will literally like sit in her bath and touch each part of her body and thank God for what that part of her body does for her. So she'll touch her thigh and she'll say, thank you God for giving me strong legs that help me walk to wherever I need to go that helped me to run and to experience different things. She'll touch her lips and she'll say, thank you God for giving me lips that know what it feels like to kiss and to taste and to speak and to have a voice, you know? And it's just a very beautiful way to look at your body and instead of criticizing it, to thank it for what it does for you. I know it can feel a little weird, but when I did it, it felt powerful. It felt like, wow, why am I picking apart 
this body that actually gives me the ability to do so much and to experience life. You guys, I hope that me sharing my experience and my thoughts on beauty encourages you. And I just want you to remember that your appearance is probably one of the least important things about you, regardless of what the world wants to tell you, regardless of what society wants to tell you. What you look like is the least interesting thing about you. You have so much to give this world, to offer this world. And the only person that gets to decide if you're beautiful or not is you. You are in control of whether or not you think that you're beautiful. So fuck a body standard. Fuck a beauty standard, okay? You are the one in the driver's seat. You are the only person who gets to decide how you feel about yourself. And so today, I really challenge you to change that narrative in your own mind. Instead of telling yourself that you're not enough, really truly thank yourself, thank your body, thank your soul for what it's able to do for you and the life that it's able to give you. I cannot wait for the conversation with Leanne, guys. Make sure to tune in next week for that episode. I'm so excited. In the meantime, let's get out there. Let's grab life by the freaking balls. Let's keep wrestling with life. RKO the shit out of life. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.